you've said on this show many times that you're not into rap. You're like into shit like Led Zeppelin and stuff. Yeah. You own NWA. No, speaking to the mic, I got to hear about this. Like, I, could, I was leaving actually. No, I, I well, I this is, sounds interesting to me. Luke likes I a was, rap record. I was leaving. I don't dislike all music. I really thought you hated rap in general. I do hate rap in general. Oh, okay, but I there's like I don't like country, but there's certain country songs I like. Yeah, that's how country is with me. Like I maybe think four that, or five that songs. singing like "Ooh, baby girl" hip hop crap that they sing is just the worst. When something happens in South Central Los Angeles, nothing happens. It's just another nigga dead, 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 dead. dead. That's not even um, some rap. I you get a good beat going, I get a kick out of it. Um, but I actually, we used to, you know, we used to roll with our tight rolled jeans and our spiked hair. When we were Thank 17 you, and 18 through Joliet thinking we were cool, right? Jamming N.W.A. Straight out of Compton, crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube. From the gang called niggas with attitudes. When I'm called off, I got a sword off. Squeeze the trigger and bodies are hard off. You two boy, if you fuck with me. The police are gonna have to come and get me off your ass. That's how I'm going out. But the punk motherfuckers that's showing out. I, I'm trying to get the visual and I just can't I was, see it in my head, a, dude. I was leaving Dodger Stadium. And my buddy, uh, Javi, hands me a blank CD, and he goes, put this in. And he puts it in, and it was straight out of Compton. And I started rapping every word. And he's like, holy shit, Lucas. Did you censor yourself? He goes, I didn't think you would know this. I go, are you kidding me? And I knew every song. I went every song. And he's like, I can't believe you know this. I'm like, dude, we used to play this constantly. Straight out of Joliet, a crazy motherfucker named Luke. And I, I said the N-word many times. <laughs> you got your Dre on. It's yo, okay. Yo, yo. As I leave, believe I'm stopping, but when I come back, boy, I'm coming straight out of Compton. I seen you dirty. Sportsnet Plus, dude, you're on the freaking White Sox game. Huh? Wee! Where they have to have a slide to bring fans up. You know it. <laughs> She's having a bad day. Well, she just woke up from a nap not too Jonah long ago. Sing, so you had a bad day to her. <laughs> so you had a bad day. That's, 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 it, that's it? That's all you got? <laughs> that was either a, a cr- beginning of a cry or she shit herself when you sang that. I'm hoping Luke will get the instinct oh, again. To wrap a little NWA Sorry, for man, us. I, did I know. For you. I can't did. believe you didn't have that. Did you record uh, any of that? No, stuff there wasn't. The, it paused right before he fucking started singing. I just stopped it so you could come sit down. And Why'd you pause it? I, was, I feel stupid. You complained. I'm, I'm, yeah, Sorry, I, I felt bad that I started without I you. You complained three minutes before he started singing. You may never record hear me all sing that. And You may never hear me rap NWA Uncensored, again. too. Uncensored. This would have been the one would quote that would have brought Luke down. If you would, have, if you would <laughs> put on that album down. right now, I could do every song. Wow! Yeah. So it's like the Caddyshack challenge, but NWA challenge. I can't even do that, and I I own the album, but I yeah. think I do too. I think actually, Javi left that in my car, and it's been in there ever since. Crazy motherfucker name Ice Cube. But yeah, I wrapped the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> I wrapped it so hard. <laughs> 
You rap better than other rappers. Uh, way everybody. Hey everybody, welcome. Hey, to I was Macklemore before Macklemore was Macklemore. Oh. He would never say those words. Yeah, he would never say those words. What are you talking about? <laughs> Welcome to You're Gonna Need Disease with Luke, Jonah, and Nick. Hey, guys. Hey, buddy. I'm Jonah. We, uh, we're back here in Jonah's house. Uh, uh, little edit is Duh. singing with us. Yeah, that's what fixed it. <laughs> um, late recording on a on a Wednesday night. I'm sorry I couldn't uh, meet up with you guys. It was a shitty, shitty weekend. Car Jonah's child's name's... <laughs> <laughs> Kristen Breakers. Kristen Breakers. Kristen Breakers. Um, but we forgot to mention on the last episode, you got cast in your show, man. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks, buddy. So how are the rehearsals going? Uh, just getting into it. Uh, we're, we're, in, we're without a space right now until next week. So we've kind of been, you know, in the green room once and somebody's house once. And, All right. Um, I, we, we were supposed to meet last night uh, for blocking. And it turns out that the director had like like two root canals and a bunch of cavities drilled during the day, and thought she was going to make rehearsal. Which then we, you know, <laughs> so we ended, up, we ended up just we ended up just running lines. And I was kind of pissed because two of the people that are in it are basically off book for the first act. And I'm like, are you, you're fucking kidding me? We've been in rehearsals for like a week and a half. Wow. Yeah, there's freaks. I mean, are they are they big roles or are they just they're good sized roles? And they got it all. Jeez, oh, Louise, they're it's like me and this <laughs> other guy are the leads, and they would be like the sub leads, I all guess. Right. Yeah, supporting, supporting actors, yeah. supporting characters, not small parts, but oh man, congratulations! We didn't mention that in the last Thanks, show. Buddy. Um, it's a it's a comedy. It's a little bit goofy. What's um, it called again? Uh, Love, sex, and the IRS. It's 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 very um, Three's Company. Come on, knock on our door. Mm-hmm. Sort of that type of humor that, you know. Cool. And how's your week been going, Jonah? Good. I've, uh, this one here for the most part, you know. When school start up for you again? School starts, uh, the, I see the kids a week from tomorrow. Start oh, meetings on shit. Monday. No, daddy needs that, honey. <laughs> yeah. That's his penis. Hey. <laughs> I celebrated my 11th anniversary this weekend. Yeah. yeah. How'd that go for you? It was awful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> Not because anything happened. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 11 years. 11 years. Um, Keeps on ticking. No, but we went to the, uh, whatchamacallit, the Capitol Grill. I've never been there before. I've never heard of it. Uh, it's right in Yorktown, and it is an upscale steakhouse place with mm. nice flights of wine and stuff like that. Oh. Insanely expensive. But I knew the waiter, and he took off... Half of my bill. Oh, wow. I was... Did he have the authority wait, 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 to take wait, off wait. half of your bill? You're complaining uh, because your battery... Oh, sorry, you haven't gotten to that point yet. I haven't gotten to that point of the phone. And you got night. half of your bill taken off. The at, night like, started out great. How much was your bill after you got that taken off? 135 You saved $135. Right off the bat, yeah. I was like, this, this is stellar. Uh, like, this is great. How much did your battery cost you? Uh, well, that was 135 bu- was 100 Yeah, bucks. less. <laughs> less than that. $100. I learned how to change a battery. I, I'm so fucking You don't know how to change a battery? I didn't want to change a battery. I've never done it. I've always had paid people to do it. You Last know, time I-, I had to get my battery changed, I looked at the prices, and it was cheaper for me to bring it to the place to have it change it for me. So I just brought it and had, had them change it for me. Oh, wow. 
I, see, I, I don't know. I save money cars. by having to do it. For I me. don't either, but it's literally you unscrew two screws and then you plop it down and then you screw the two screws. Yeah. Back I know the concept yeah. behind it. It's just that I'm you scared. take off the contact. Or the bolts, I should say. I'm scared I'm going to fuck something up. That's literally like maybe I'll drop a screw. I'm like, okay, there, the bolts so, now oh, in the engine. Button. What have yeah, you? No, no, I what kind it. of work have you done on a car? Oh, I, I think I washed it once. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went to change my battery on my Jeep and was over there dropping F-bomb after F-bomb because I couldn't get any of the... Uh, the nuts off? Or? The sprockets? Uh, you know, <laughs> the, the, spro- the I couldn't get them what? to fit. And I'm like, this one's just slightly too big. This one's slightly oh, too small. Oh, the socket. Re- yeah, yeah. The sockets, that's what I was thinking. And I, could, I couldn't... I'm you like, couldn't find the I, right... And they kept yeah. dropping in. And I, I'd be like... So I go across the street to the neighbor who I know works on cars, and I go, you know... I, I don't know why I can't get this, you know, do you have any idea? And he's like, you got a Jeep. It's metric. You were using the, the wrong set, yeah. <laughs> and I go, yeah. you'll use an Imperial. Yeah. I go, it's, it's American made, but he goes, yeah, but they use metric tools. He goes, I, well, I just dropped about, you know, three of the sockets in the engine. He goes, oh, no. So he comes over with this long magnetic wand and just nice. pulls them out. Oh, no, nice. And then he's like, here, he's like, here's what you need. And it literally, it's like, pull it off. Put the battery in, you, and that's why I was I was going nuts because I'm like I know this is a simple process. Simple, yeah. Why can I? And I didn't know I needed metric for a Jeep. See, it just fucks you. That's why my, my biggest concern was I'm going to just screw something up. I didn't have a magnetic wand with me, but I will say this: when I got my battery, I was definitely the best looking person in Walmart. I know that's not very hard, but I was. <laughs> well, which Walmart were you in? Were you still up by Yorktown? Uh, no, we went because uh, we had to drop Allison off. To the house because you had to pick up Ellie, and then I went with my dad to the Walmart right by my house. You went with your dad. Oh. Yep, with my dad, who wow. picked us all up. Strand. Oh, so your car was not going anywhere. Our car got stranded on three fifty five right outside of a Dairy Queen. <laughs> There's a Dairy Queen on three fifty five. Uh, sorry, seventy uh, fifth Street, three fifty five. So you were driving and it's and it stopped and it died. So I was driving. The power steering went out. I'm like, oh, that ain't good. That's like, true. And then all of a sudden, the uh, the dashboard lights start going out. That's your alternator, bro. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. what we thought it was our alternator, right? That's, that's, so that's what it sounds it's like. It's either the alternator or the battery. Out. My Where alternator was fine. I've never seen this in a car, and I can say uh, that Andrew, who helped me fix my car on Sunday, has never seen this. My belt disintegrated. There was nothing left of my belt the, uh, that connects the alternator to everything. That cost twenty bucks. So that's where, where the problem was. Yeah. Was that the alternator wasn't connected? Exactly. So, so that's the alternator why, was fine. Like, but your, your battery's uh, not going to die while you're driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was it was a it was a bit bit insane. But uh, needless to say, we had no anniversary really. So we're going to try and go to Arlington. Race so track. Allison, so except for the two hundred seventy dollar dinner that you got. It's a nice on. dinner. <laughs> so Allison, I wanted more to the dinner, Joan. Is what I'm getting at. <laughs> She wanted more. She didn't reward your you did, manly yeah. Walmart shopping. Oh, dude, she was fucking asleep hey, by the time you, I got you, you got your steak. You just didn't get the other side <laughs> of it. Nick, the way you handled that situation by calling your dad and going to Walmart. <laughs> I just want to rip your clothes off and just sex you up and down. Show me the receipt from Walmart. Oh, yeah. I would have laughed if it wasn't so sad. Oh. It was beautiful. Uh, show me the selfie you and your dad took by the car. Hey. Oh. <laughs> no, Dad, hold the phone like it's a, it's a pretend. No, no, <laughs> hold, the, hold the phone while I'm working. Like it, so, it looks like I'm working on it, and then call that other real man over. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. Hate you guys. <laughs> hate you guys. Yeah, man. But uh, we got we got some fun topics. Uh, today, we do. today, are we are... going to get to that Doctor Luke? That twenty five. Yeah, Dr. I think. Luke? I think oh, 
I never even pre-read that. Oh fuck! <laughs> no, but we'll get to it well, today. We'll get to it. Today. It's better. I, I can I can still read it with uh, yeah. inflection well, without reading it ahead of time. Pre-record. I want I want to start with our, with our boy. Should we stop and pre-record that now before yeah. we go on? The unofficial fourth member of the group, Donald Trump. I think he's part of our our oh, show. Jesus. Now. Yeah. So I don't want him on the show. It's part of the news. It seems like every fucking day the dude says something crazy. But so yesterday. Yeah. The big one yesterday was, I mean, it's, I, I giggled when he said, when I saw it, I, I chuckled like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> I actually went on a little giggle. I was like, okay, that's funny. He's fucked in the, like the, the media is going to go crazy with that one. Oh, come on. They're going to, it's just right, everything just, else with them. I mean, just a bit in case you didn't hear Donald Trump <laughs> was at a rally yesterday. I don't have the exact quote in front of me, so I'm going to paraphrase. He basically stated, you know, if Hillary Clinton is elected president, she gets to pick the next few Supreme Court judges. Mm-hmm. And that's bad. Uh, unless the people, the Second Amendment people, have something to say about that. Yeah. But that would be horrible. I think that was like how he ended it. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, he, he, he just made a yeah. shooting the president joke. So She's not the president. Well, in his story, in his hypothetical, she well, I, was the president. You know what I'm saying? Apparently, from what I read, it wasn't implying to shoot the president, but no, to no. shoot the president's choices <laughs> for the Supreme Court. So, I want I, the the man is a wordsmith when it comes to uh, making excuses, which is great. And I got his excuse right here, and you guys tell me if this holds water. He denies uh, meeting the the Secret Service met with him today. Secret Service sent out a memo that they met with the Trump camp. I don't know if that includes Donald Trump. Donald Trump tweeted, that's a fabrication and never met with the Secret Service. Why would he lie about that? Why would the Secret Service lie about that? Well, if he didn't meet with him, maybe he's not lying. I didn't meet with him. Maybe it was just the camp. Maybe it was just his campaign manager. Or... The, the dude is like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just a chronic lying machine. It's like amazing. But Wait, he would... Luke's got that. I don't know what you're really saying. Donald Trump wrote, no such meeting or conversation ever happened. A made up story by low ratings at CNN. Oh, so he's saying they never he met. He never with met him? with the Secret Service. The Secret Service so the said, Secret they Service met with said them. that they did? Yeah. Oh, all right. uh, I, I don't know why you, this stuff surprises you in any way. <laughs> you, like, you keep reading these headlines and these articles and being shocked by it. I got I got one. I for saw you the on, headline and, and I went, oh, "Okay." Erin sent this to me, but she didn't want to send it on Facebook because she was afraid of all the stupid oh, political yeah. stuff. It's just a picture, and it says, uh, "It's it's for our, our guy Johnson." It says, "Why would you pick the left nut or the right nut when you could have the Johnson?" Nice, I like that. <laughs> I think it's just shocking to me that he would lie about something so simple at that point. Like, yeah, we met with the Secret Service angel. He, he, you know, it's been taken out of context. I don't Why know. would you do a little lie? I don't know. Maybe he's not lying. I don't know. Why would the Secret Service lie? I don't know. I don't care. I don't care. I know you don't care. You're, but you're talking about Trump. One we've other already point. established what Trump is. <laughs> it's at the Gary Johnson shirt? Yeah. yeah. One left. You probably can't see that. You probably, I, I, I you probably, see, you probably need that like here. <laughs> <laughs> he needs that. I'll take a good La- look at Lasered onto his brain. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> it's not a picture of Allison. I don't want to see it. Right. Um, going back to this whole thing, alluding to assassination and shit like that. You and me talked on this show plenty of times about people 
that kind of stir the pot. We yep. feel that they are responsible in sure. some fashion when it comes down to people being violent. Is Donald Trump stirring the pot? Is he advocating violence, even if it's a fucking joke? I, I don't know. It, it's it's. I think he's got enough influence over enough crazy people that he probably is, though he does have plausible deniability, and he's very careful. You think he's not careful with his words, but that seems pretty careful with his words. He wanted to say just enough, so he has plausible deniability. For sure. Well, definitely careful with his words. Um, he knows exactly what to say. This, so is, can... this out. If you watch the video, he looks at a notepad before he makes that comment. So this was this wasn't something he said off the cuff. You he, don't know what was written on the notepad. The uh, notepad I'm only said, saying, dude. I it could have said it could have said bring home milk tonight. <laughs> but you do know that he prepares this kind of stuff. He does know that he's not he's not just going up there. And I think a lot of his he knows what he wants out. to talk about, but probably speaks a little bit off script a little sometimes. I'd guess with some of the dumb shit he says. But you think uh, the Secret Service needed to look into this just for the... I think the Secret Service has to investigate any any possible threat. They may not, yeah. they may not even have met with Trump. He's, you know, that's why Trump's like, I didn't meet with them. Yeah, it's going to be... They, could, like they probably called his campaign manager and, he, you know, hey, he needs to stop doing that or we're going to treat it like it's a real threat. Yeah, man. So, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I don't, we're, t- we're discussing Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, I do love the fact that you start talking about him and immediately Luke is like... On my phone, not really listening. I'm Don't care texts. about this crap. Donald texts. Trump. About hey, am I the only one that cares about the political side of this? I mean, the dude does something every week, and I'm just he, shocked. But exactly. Why are you still same... shocked about well, everything? Here's what I want you thing. to do. He's just an I want idiot. You to, I want you to, to take what you just said about right. Donald Trump, and then I want you to insert our answers from the last... Seven episodes <laughs> where you brought up Donald Trump, and I guarantee they'd fit. That's why I'm. It's it had nothing to do with wine, talking politics. It's the same crap over and over and over. When again. when do the Republicans walk away from him? Then a lot of them, I think, have. Now, when do when do the mainstream guys that have supported? I don't know. Him when do the point, Democrats walk away from Hillary? They're not going to walk away from Hillary. Why? Why would they? Who walked she, away from her to start? Who started that bandwagon? Because she's a freaking. She's as bad as him. She is she is as, as bad as him. She just plays the game better. She's playing so, the game. There's not there's as, not this up and arm. She's playing the game for as, a as long time. And as soon as it's realized that that no one is going to walk away because because it is their job to support their party and that's all they care about because they're politicians. I don't know, man. There's got to be a fine line once you start, you know, making jokes about there, assassination. Who has a conscience in this whole thing? Ted Cruz. I, I think he's a fucking scumbag as it is, but he is didn't he? want to vote for him. He he was he had the balls to stand up there at the freaking Republican National Convention and tell people, don't just vote for Trump, vote your conscience. And he was he's lambasted for it, and he would call him a scumbag, and all these people well, ripped him in the press, and the press ripped him, and the, the Democrats ripped him, and the Republicans ripped him. I think he's a scumbag for other reasons, not for dissing <laughs> Trump. But what I'm saying so. is, this is this is the only guy that actually stood up, one of few... That stood up and said, I will not jump on this train. I already said I don't agree with what he says and what he does. I'm not going to all of a sudden flip-flop. And the guy got killed for it. Yeah, you they know? called it political suicide, Repu- which I think is crap. The Republicans, the Republicans had a, a, a good candidate up uh, four years ago. And the, the dude got torn apart by the press for saying something so vanilla and mundane. Yet he, it was turned into a... He's racist or something stupid like that. 
Yeah, I mean, but you, you didn't see you didn't see uh, Republicans turn their back on Mitt Romney when he when he made those comments. No, but I'm yeah. just talking about it's it's a it's a fucking game. It's a game that 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 people do the right thing or say something that really doesn't mean anything, and it gets so convoluted, for, you know, by the press and by the the other side. You know, I mean, somebody. I mean, I, I saw with Obama too. He would say something, you know, vanilla, and people would go, "Oh, he means this." You know, it happens all the time, and it it gets it's ridiculous, and I just it gets tiring. I will. I'm getting to the point where I don't think the dude can say literally anything wrong and have everyone walk out of him. He's got to do something completely insane. Who, I thought Trump? this would be yeah. This like assassination jokes aside, like there's not what Look, can he possibly from do from a Republican standpoint? They've already backed him. If they abandon him, that means Hillary's president. And well, to many, many people, many people, Hillary is or Trump is the lesser of two evils. Well, just here, like for some, Hillary is the lesser of two evils. I, I think you're wrong on that respect. I think that if they get off the Trump train, whatever the fuck they call it, they have a better opportunity to keep their seat in the House or their keep keep their seat in the Senate and not go down with this sinking ship. This dude's a fucking just basket case. The Republicans are going to lose the Senate. The Republicans lose the House because they follow this dude around and they figure, okay, he's our candidate. No, he's not won't. their candidate anymore. Are, he's insane. There are a lot of Republicans that are backing Trump, and it's sad. Just like if if the Democrats put up a crazy ass fuck weirdo candidate, there would be a lot of Democrats that would blindly follow that candidate because a lot of our, I would say twenty twenty to thirty percent on each side will blindly follow yeah, whatever yeah. candidate. The party they identify with is put up. That's it. They're going to do that. And it's a fucked system. Well, I guess we're going to see. A no- we should do an uh, uh, election uh, night special. We should do a political broadcast. An election night special. We should yeah. do an election night special as the results come in. We'll, uh, we'll get some hats. <laughs> like those shitty hats with the, the red, white, and blue around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get sounds, some streamers. Sounds- Sounds great. We'll get Luke a Trump balloon. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other big story this week: the Olympics. You guys watch any of that? Not a lick. No, I did read some stuff today about uh, the Phelps thing. Yeah, I saw. I did see that. That was kind of cool. The, the, what's his I name? I didn't watch from, it, but some other country was talking shit or whatever. South, South Africa. Is that where he's from? South yeah. Africa. Is that where the meme came from? Oh, just yeah, some. some yeah, there's a lot of memes on it. Like the guy was just like flaunting in front of him because he beat him last time. Uh, and he, he was kind of saying that he's going to beat him again this year and talking all kinds of that shit. That dude didn't even medal. Came in fourth place. Yeah. And Trump, like, I mean, the Trump. Trump, <laughs> Trump just... jumped in the pool and Dre's hair <laughs> dragged him down. I'm enjoying the return of the Cold War. United States versus Russia. That shit was fucking awesome between the swimmers. Uh, the United States swimmer and the Russian swimmer who've been accused of doping. Or not accused. She's been caught doping twice. They let her swim. So this is like a big deal. I'm All the check more of the Russian teams after that. A lot of them got kicked out, but she didn't. And nobody, nobody from the IOC has ever given a reason as to why she was allowed to swim because she got caught up in March of 2016. It wasn't that long ago. She got caught in March. Yeah. Oh wow. So they let her, they let her ass swim, and it's great because the USA girl is watching the Russians swim, and she's giving her the Matumbo finger wave, and I'm like, oh, dude, this is like Rocky Four. <laughs> so did we win? We did. Kick the Russians' ass. Yeah. Yeah. Take that, Drago. I must yeah. break it. Soon those Russians will be cheering for Rocky. I mean, our swimmers. 
best American movie of all time. Gorbachev um, will stand up and clap. Did you guys didn't watch any of that? Uh, the gymnast team took like first place. They beat everybody by like over ten points. Did they? No. Nope. Yeah, it's, I know there was a big thing about the the young girl that's on it that was adopted or whatever, and she is considered like the best ever and unloved. <laughs> she was adopted by her grandparents. Well, I think. that gold medal is nice, but you're still adopted. Yeah, no amount of training can take that away, sweetheart. <laughs> I know you've worked hard for this, but your parents didn't love you. Oh. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's right. Um, all right, so I want to talk about something that uh, Jared brought up. Uh, he called Ooh, me out on. Something. Is it about children? Who brought this up? <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be nice. Is this Fogel? Fogel. It's Fogel, yes. I got called out, and I, I, I want your guys' honest opinion as much as we fuck around and joke. Okay. Um, so I got called out a couple shows ago. We did an episode where we just talked about every news story that happened in the week, and it was like fucking crazy. Yeah, it was one a crazy story, yeah. One story, one story, one story, and a couple of those stories involved uh, cops killing yeah. people. And Jared put up on the podcast board, good Lord, Nick, you and cops. And I it was like, what did, what did I say? And he took this position, and I'm going to read it verbatim here. He's like, I can't tell if you're playing a devil's advocate part or if it's a legit fear phobia instruct. It just seems, and this is a space between this, but it just seems as though while you were explaining the situation's videos, they're from your bias, even though it's not a radical bias. And that's my question to you guys. Wait, he, he did, feels that when you describe things, you're describing them from your point of view? Jared and Steve both mentioned to the point, they make fun of me because, oh, Nick, Nick uh, doesn't like cops because of shit that happened to him when he was younger, you know, situations. And I've said on the show before, like, I've had bad situations with cops. And, you actually said you haven't had any good situations, which we've And when, which we've, uh, I've already said, mm-hmm. we've already reneged on that, and I've said a few times. And, but... Do I when I was reading those stories, do you guys recall at any point where I was taking a position one way or another that sounded like I was being biased? And I, I I'm serious because I'm asking it is more of like I, I think that no matter look at this way, no matter what you see and how you describe it, if it is something somewhat controversial, you are going to describe it with a somewhat liberal slant. Okay. Because you are a pussy, but <laughs> got you on a mid sip. That was nice. <laughs> no, I you're got just like I'm gonna be more conservative slant. But I don't think that you've been completely closed minded to when you know we've pointed out you know maybe this, maybe this. Well, I, I don't want to be. I'm not trying to go against what he's saying. What I'm what I want to know is if I really do do that. I'm oh, trying I think to that, check I think myself, it's a natural. So. I th- I think it's a natural. I don't think you can you can you can't really change it. I mean, unless you pre-script yourself out and edit it and have Luke check it for stuff. I yeah, I mean, you're gonna have some sort of, but you're not like closed-minded. You're not like going this this racist cop. Yeah, I don't did think you know what I mean? You're not. You're not. You're not, you're not I mean, throwing. Like we watched that one video, and even the one you know that I said where the they they had the guy on the ground and then they shot him. Sure, I went. That looks bad now. And then, but then I said I don't know what was going on the other side of the camera. The guy did have a gun. Um, yeah. So, even though, but other ones where we've talked about, I mean, we've talked about the Michael Brown thing, and I think we've all pretty much settled on the fact that that whole hands up, don't shoot thing was based on a lie. I mean, the, the forensic I, well, evidence. We, we talked about I don't know if I agree with that still. I mean, really? Yeah. The, the forensics? Thing. Really? 
Yeah, there was a there's a couple other things that I read about that particular story, but the, I don't want to talk about Michael the, Brown again. Well, so, I mean, yeah. you, the witnesses <laughs> yeah. that that changed their stories after they were found out and Oh, there was a lot of there was a lot of fuck-ups in that story, that's for sure. And I'm not saying Michael Brown was any saint. I don't think uh I don't think there was a a full picture of that story that's ever going to come out, to be honest with you. So I think it, the forensics yeah. basically told a pretty telling story that what that whole situation was based on was in general. And I'll, I'll accept the report. Yeah, not, I'm gonna, I'm not just the gonna truth. Go, yeah, I don't want to retread that old ground. But what I'm, what I'm, you know, I, when we do this show and me and Joan, I guess, the slap happy liberals and you're the conservative on the show, I don't ever want to. We only need a, one of me because I'm yeah, tough. <laughs> I don't want to come across as, Ow! like, seriously anti anything unless it's, like, obviously a hate group or some shit like that. And I, you know. I, I, at home? I think your slant is going to come out naturally. All right. I don't think there's much you can do about it. Yeah. All right. All right. So Fogel is kind of right. <laughs> when he likes Just it. like he slants towards <laughs> children <laughs> and sandwiches. Oh, shit. Okay. Guys, you ready for some Dr. Luke? Oh, is this the long one? This is the one. I'm ready to pull that thing up. Are you reading it? Am I reading it? I would like you to read it because I've already read it. And I think if you read it, you'll give it a a panache. A panache? A panache. (laughs) A certain je ne sais quoi that I cannot. Now, this is a long thing. So here's here's, uh, Dr. Lucas' segment. A certain I don't know what. We discuss uh, sex and relationship advice questions I steal off the internet. And Dr. Luke answers them. Now, I believe it's seven paragraphs long, right? I don't want Luke to respond until you're done with at least a paragraph. Because it's very easy to interject a comment as this guy is talking. Tell me when the paragraph's done. Yeah. Should I pause after each paragraph? Yeah, yeah. That would be be good. Unless Luke has nothing to say after. Okay. If Luke thinks I'm a pussy... This guy is going to take the crown away pretty quick tonight. I bet I bet this guy could change a battery. That <laughs> <laughs> was his dad. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's pretty funny. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, that is what we call you can, a You can give him a voice if you want. I, just, don't. I, I have not read this yet, so I don't, okay. I, I don't have a character for I just for got it. the script. I know you sent it to me last <laughs> week, right when we finished recording. It's but. one of my all-time favorite Jonah lines. I just Got the script. Oh, yeah, <laughs> from the uh, <laughs> from what? I had to read that thing for what was oh, that? Yeah, oh, you read the Betty Fools. Oh, that was uh, the the um that just happened episode about oh. was it fucking Betty White. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, I think it was it was one of them. It was one of them Golden Girls. All right, wife has a crush at the gym. Hello, my wife of ten years recently admitted that she has a crush at the gym she goes to. We have dealt with this before when she said she was attracted to a male instructor of one of the classes she attends there. I got upset about it and told her that although it's normal to have a crush or be attracted to someone, it's not okay to act on anything or dwell on it for too long. I got over that male instructor and so did she, her words, and now we sort of joke about it every now and then. Any thoughts? No. Yeah, nice setup. Okay. This time... Happy Baez is batting. <laughs> This time has been much different and much worse. Over the last three to four weeks, I have noticed that she's more distant with me and a lot less interested in spending time with me. 
She seems to remain at the gym for longer periods of time and always has her face locked into her phone. I really picked up on something not being right when she verbally told me that she's been having anxiety over going to the gym and might switch gyms if it doesn't improve. Me, being the supportive husband that I am, attempted to help her and talk it out with her. I honestly thought there was a woman bullying her at the gym or she was having a conflict with someone. I was concerned for her. I was wrong. At this point, I think she banged the instructor. <laughs> um, and he won't. Le- she tried to cut it off and he won't leave her alone. Now, Go. I, I, I just want to throw this out here. This I didn't write this and it's not Allison. So. <laughs> <laughs> After a lot of probing, she informed me that she had another crush at the gym. Oh. This one was more serious. No. Her words. She had started noticing a man at the gym and over time she started seeing him as her ideal man. In terms of looks, she knows nothing about him, not even his name. I'll be honest and I'll say I'm not in great shape. I have what most people would consider a dad bod. (laughs) I'm not fat by any means, but I have put on some weight and lost some muscle tone. I have sort of sacrificed my physique so I can focus on being a great father, faithful, caring husband, and a good provider. I work as much as I can to be able to provide my family with whatever they want and need. If they want to go on big trips, I make it happen. (laughs) If they need anything, I get it for them, within reason, of course. At this point, I would say that this woman deserves to be fucked by a real man. A real man who can change a battery. Now go. Back to the crush. She told me that this crush has been different for her because she thinks about him when she's not at the gym. She has been asking friends for advice on what she should do. Should she talk to him? Should she let it fizzle out? What should she do? Keep in mind, this is the discussion and not me snooping into her life. She said that some of her friends thought she was crazy. How could she have these feelings for another man when she's got such an amazing guy at home? I know. I now love those friends of hers more than ever. She had other friends, of course, that were telling her to pursue it. It's harmless to talk to him. It's harmless to see where it goes. It's not cheating if you don't do anything physical. Blah, blah, blah. What the f- they have a, they have great communication. How the fuck does he know all of this? She comes home and just tells him, and he sits there like, okay. Could you imagine your wife saying, honey, I got this crush at the gym. What should I do? Yeah. I talk to my friends. Some of them think I should, I should stay with you. Others think I should bang them. You should write a letter. Um, <laughs> right, go. See, no, go you read that first paragraph. Way four paragraphs ago, did you think it would start to get to this? Uh, no. What the fuck is going we're on? on? We're only halfway through yeah. this here. Hey, go ahead. She proceeds to tell me that her crush had turned into an obsession. <laughs> My wife has told me of obsession issues she's had in the past when she was younger with a male teacher, for example. I know she has an obsessive personality, so even hearing that she had an obsession, I was willing to help her through it and figure it out. Then... <laughs> <laughs> She hurt me badly. She told me she had finally worked up the courage to speak to him. (laughs) Worked up the courage! How is it courageous to speak to a man you're obsessed with when you're married? It wasn't even that she talked to him that hurt me. It was what she said. I'm not sure where all her honesty came from, but she told me she walked over to him and sat down beside him. He looked up at her and she said, I just needed to tell you, I think you're hot as fuck. Seriously? (laughs) Seriously? That was her courageous, brave moment? To disregard any feelings I might have about doing something like that and be brave and go say that? Bro. Um, 
Okay. <laughs> Can I give him my crown now? <laughs> you gotta take. He, he change a battery, but goddamn, <laughs> dude, dude, you have what is called a. <laughs> exactly. You are. You are the submissive in this relationship. Obviously. Oh my god. Um. Go on. This guy needs to man up. Yeah, dude. Um. Fuck. <laughs> I continued listening to her with a general distaste a general on my dis- face <laughs> and hurt in my heart. Mm, a general distaste. Way to put your foot down. <laughs> she said that he replied with a shocked look and a, oh, thank you very much. I'm married. Yay. Way to go, guy. Telling my wife you're married was the right thing to do, right? I immediately was proud of married men everywhere. <clears throat> As the discussion continued, being proud turned again to being angry. She said that was all that was said at that point, and he continued working out, and she got up and walked back to her workout. When she had gotten showered and changed, she came out of the change room, and he was standing there. Wonderful. He started asking her about her tattoos and where she had gotten them and about what he wanted to get and where he gets his done. Gonna get fucked, Miss Pop. He told her that his <laughs> wife is a, re- is a real and always tries to control him. He said that my wife's comment was the nicest thing he's heard in a while and that it really made his day as he was feeling old. Apparently that was the end of the conversation. I can't help thinking if she was willing to Because tell she was not willing to talk with his cock in her mouth. <laughs> more was said or more happened. Am I wrong? Was that the last one? No. Okay, there's another paragraph, right? right. Yeah. There's like so, three more. All right, go ahead. Keep going on. I asked her what her plan was when she went up to talk to him. <laughs> so what are you going to do? I asked her what she hoped to achieve as a married woman telling the man in the gym that he was hot. Good singing. Her response was that she hoped he would be rude to her so she could get over the crush. <laughs> she hoped that <laughs> by telling him how she felt, she would be able to get over it and move on. I simply <sighs> replied with better reasoning. I explained that she should have come to me and told me about this crush just like the last time. If I were aware of it, she would have started the steps of getting over it and we could have done it together. What she did was go behind my back and have these feelings for another man. That's bad enough. Then she had to go and confess feelings to this man, other man. I feel betrayed. I feel angry and hurt. I feel trust has been broken. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Shall I keep going with this ridiculously long thing? Yep. Oh, this is scoops of ice cream on this Sunday. She's aware awesome. that she did a bad thing. <laughs> She says she... Should you give her a timeout? She <laughs> wants to get over the crush and doesn't want any future communication with I her. did a bad thing. <laughs> da, da, I, I say... I choked the puppy. <laughs> I say she's opened the door nice and wide to additional communication. I fought with her, nagged her, gotten angry, gotten sad, and now she says it, I've taken this issue too far. She says what she did was wrong and she was willing to make it up to me and promise to fix the issue if he talked to her again. She says that she's now angry with me because I've pushed the issue so far. I'm hurt. I'm angry. What was I supposed to do? I can't just listen to what she did and then say, okay, well, I'm hurt, angry, confused, betrayed, emasculated, and sad, but because you told me the truth, I forgive you. Things don't work that way. I've tried to explain that I deserve time to be angry at her. I deserve time to nag her, and she should take it all while trying to make it up to me. I'm sure she's taken I've told her that since this issue has happened, she hasn't tried to hug me, kiss me, or control me in any way. <laughs> she cut him off. <laughs> she hasn't done or shown any remorse to me other than saying she knows it was wrong. I asked her to go to a different gym, and she says she won't. <laughs> <laughs> he, 
She won't leave the gym or make a big scene with this guy. She won't be rude to him or anything. I'm not asking her to be rude. I'm asking her to leave the situation and move on. Oh, God. I don't think her switching gyms is a huge request, nor do any of my close friends. Oh, God. Is that it? That's it for that paragraph. Okay. How many more paragraphs Two are there? Two more. Hey, okay. go on. Go on. Oh. To further add insult to the situation, she told me yesterday that she's not sexually attracted to me that much. Furthermore. <laughs> I've let myself decline in physical appearance, and I don't work on myself. Luke she's is resting his head on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not the physical guy. It's, it's not the physical appearance that's turning her off. It's the I'm fact sorry. that your vagina stretches from your, your butt crack to your belly button. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Go she on. says I'm the best husband and father and an amazing provider, but yeah. she wants me to work out and get in shape too. You're super. I asked her to rank the importance of these things. Good father, good husband, provider, and finally good physique. She's not stupid, so she said good father, provider, good husband, and lastly good physique. It just puzzles me that when confronted with ranking those things, she feels a good physique is least important to her, yet she has the nerve to say that I'm not in good physical shape, so she's found herself looking at other men and developing crushes or obsessions. Okay, go on. I've decided that I will go back. I will start back at the gym. (laughs) I will eat better, and I will work on myself. I'm not going to do it for her, though. I'm going to do it for me. Sure, you're not. She currently doesn't deserve everything she wants. Maybe I should continue being a good father, provider for the kids, and get into good shape. Maybe the good husband part needs to stop. Maybe providing for her every want needs to stop. Maybe she should have to go out and get a job and earn the things she wants. She certainly doesn't earn them from me. What should I do moving forward? I know she's being honest with me, and that's a good thing, but it hurts, and I try so damned hard to be a good dad, provider, and husband. I kill myself over it, and I never take time for myself. Maybe women really don't want someone like me in, their, in my current state. Maybe women say they want a good father, husband, and provider, but they really just want a guy with a good body who only cares for himself. What should I do? <laughs> Sincerely. <laughs> oh, I don't know if I can leave that in. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's break this down. Bro, you're a puss, man. Here's the problem. I didn't know how to get that in one And it is not your physical appearance. That's part of it. But you're a pushover, okay? Oh. You are an enormous pushover, okay? Your your job is not to talk it through when she's obsessing over another guy. Your job is to get in her face, tell her she's a married fucking woman, and if she has any respect for you at all, this will not happen. The thing there is no, there is no like getting over it. There is no getting past it. Yeah, we're always. Everyone is going to look at another, a person that they might find attractive and go, "Wow, that person's attractive." But we don't develop crushes because we have respect for our spouses, and that is the problem that that lies. Yeah, you might be not in the greatest of shape, and if you want to work out, it might help. But you need to put your foot down. She needs to feel like she can't have you and him. That's the problem right there. So, yeah, being a good husband, maybe take that away a little bit. You get into good shape. You do your thing. And she'll realize she, she, she can't develop this crush and come home to a good husband. But right now, you're just a pushover. 
And the fact that you spent 11 paragraphs explaining that still makes to the you internet. a pushover. To oh. the internet. There's another paragraph in the comments from him, too. He needs, oh, I never went that far. He I didn't needs get that to far. grow yeah. some balls. I think it's shocking to me, one, if his wife asked him what she should do, which is still the funniest part of that. Hey, I got a crush at the gym. What should I do? Well, then why didn't he just ask her and, what he should do? And, and he could have given this letter to her and the, asked her for The advice. second part is that she flipped it on him. She made it like, you're the bad guy. Of course she did. <laughs> a, she's a master. She is in complete control. Oh, it's beautiful. This poor so, schlub. I will tell this guy, go to your gym, do your thing, okay? Your wife probably doesn't love you anymore, bud. Sorry. These are facts. She is seeking out from other men what she is not getting from you. Yeah, dude, that hurts, but you are dead on. <laughs> she <laughs> she does not love you, man. Sorry. You got Jonah, Dr. J D. <laughs> and he needs he needs I, to he needs to grow a pair. Seriously. Have you ever heard of like a relationship deteriorate in eleven paragraphs quicker? Just like oh God, you, you can mean, tell that this dude is he's done. There's nothing bringing him back. He can lose all the fucking weight he wants. She does not give a fuck about no. you. And he says in his, his comment later that... Um, You're a great dad. She would never divorce me because she needs my support. I think what she fails to realize is that I'm going to sit around, blah, blah, blah. But, like, he thinks that she's not going to leave him, and I don't think he's got the balls to leave her. Oh, he's got no balls to leave her. And, and yeah, if, if, a, a very unhappy, <laughs> loveless marriage while she's fucking everybody at the gym, and he's... Yeah, whining about it on the internet. Look, when I was when I was married to my first wife, she was getting attention from younger guys at work. And as our relationship, well, early on, I remember one time she got a late night phone call, like one thirty in the morning. Ooh, and her phone was upstairs, and she was downstairs, and it was, and she's like, "Oh no, he butt he butt dialed me," mm. and I'm like, "Okay," and I kind of looked at her, and I'm like, "Really?" I said. Tell him that it's not it's not right that he's calling a married woman at one thirty in the morning. But dial or not, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, don't you do? um, as our relationship began to deteriorate, she talked about, she actually brought up how the young guys at work, like guys in their 20s, were falling all over themselves and buying her drinks when they would all go out in groups with the work people. And I looked at her and I said, that's because they're trying to get in your pants. Yeah. Okay, I said, if you want love and respect, you come home. If you want attention from kids, go out. <laughs> I go, that's the bottom line. I'm like, are you ready to grow up? Or yeah. are you missing your your younger years? Sure. And I put it to her that way. And, you know, I probably could have and should have been even tougher with her early on. And that's my mistake. But... I will be damned if I was going to talk it out with her. I wasn't going to sit down with her and go, well, what do you think we should do about this with these men paying attention to you that you like? Do you think, should I write a note to the internet? <laughs> no. Be a man. Yeah, and any gentleman will work it out, the problems that they have with their women. Dude, you're a doormat. You're a doormat. I mean, like, you got a, you got a 10-year marriage and kids. I get that you're going to do whatever it takes to salvage that. But you can salvage it without being with her. She, she doesn't give a fuck about you, dude. Like, that, that's the most, what should I do? I have a crush at the gym. What should, if, dude, if no. your significant other ever said that to you, it's over. 
she she she's asking your opinion if you should hit on another if she should hit on another guy. Yeah, what should I yeah, you imagine? What, what should I do? Oh, you should go for it. <laughs> Bring him home. We'll have a Whatever will make you happy. Uh, I don't know. Any other thoughts on this guy? I'm I think so, I've said it all. I'm sorry it took so long to get to that one, but I thought it was a. Uh, it was well, worthy. The show is now me reading that. So. I, it, again, man, I, it's really hard to. It's a fun paraphrase. It's, it's, it's an interesting story. It's a, it's, yeah. It made me laugh a lot, but I know I realize it's a horrible fucking story. It would never want to be the other guy on the end of that computer. But I don't think I'd ever type eleven paragraphs for anybody. <laughs> like, and the guy at the gym. School. I hope the guy at the gym stays away from her because she's a weirdo too. Oh, that dude oh. fucked her. I'm sorry. That dude's already slept with her. I think he didn't get all the information. I think he just got bits and pieces so she could feel better about herself. That's what I think happened. So The man at the gym wants me to swallow. What should I do? <laughs> now oh, my wife asked God. me if, if, if she should swallow. The man's come. And I, you know, I want to be supportive. <laughs> what should I tell her? What should I tell her? Should I tell her that it, it hurts me? I looked at her like I was displeased. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> all right, I got two other quick Dr. Dis- Luke questions here. Um, please. My you? wife held dis- me down and shit on my chest. <laughs> I was displeased. Should I ask for a paper towel? <laughs> dis- I looked at her with distaste on my face. Yeah, the distaste was because it splattered on my lip. There's <laughs> oh, a visual for you. <laughs> Dr. Luke, Dr. JD. Yeah. Uh, is cheating on your spouse or significant other a reason to be removed from a government public office? This guy this kind of blends politics and Dr. Luke. Should they get fired if you cheated on your wife? We would have no politicians. Uh, only No, only if your a job, few. only if the stipulations of your job have a moral code. I would imagine so. If you're like, you know, there's a lot of people rallying around you to be a certain Nah, they're rallying around you to be a good public official, yeah, yeah, not a like, good husband or wife. Um, our president was a complete whore. And Bill? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He didn't lose his job. I so the pussy, baby. Um, oh. You know, John F. Kennedy I want to smell some was, bacon. was banging everybody. Um, <laughs> he reached so, for the stars. Fucking Clinton yeah, just if, went after right. any if, cow if that you, came when along. When you get a job, you sign a contract. If the contract includes a moral clause saying that yeah. anything like that. So, yes, if your moral yeah. clause says that, then you need to, they need to be taken out of office. If not... I, if you don't like what he did, don't vote him in for the next term. I, the first thing I thought of when I read this question was Tiger Woods. Everyone went after him. I'm like, well, he's still a golfer. <laughs> he cheated well, on his wife, but well, who fucking cares? I, you know, I've said it a thousand times. We have a, a society that's very judgmental and very absolute. And anytime anyone ever makes a mistake, the first thing people say is they should lose their job. They should, lose they should never be able to work again. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, we, you know, the Cubs signed a Raldis Chapman. Yeah. And, the, you know, we talked about him, what he was accused of, and what he admitted to. No, 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 no. And uh, I was listening to the score driving, and they were, you know, they were talking about, yes, they'll root for him as a cub. They're like, even though he's a terrible person. That's what they and said on the I end. tried to call in, and I was on hold too long, and I had to go somewhere. And I was going to say, how many, how many of you guys in the studio have actually sat down and talked to a Roldis Chapman? Or spent time with him to see him throughout his life. Is he a t- did he make a terrible mistake? Or is he a terrible person? Yeah. Okay? What defines a terrible person? And that's what we are as a group. Our society 
is 100% absolute and they take one instance and they use it to define a person's entire life. Good job, Dr. Luke. All right, last question for doctors. Um, I said I love you to my significant other and we've been together for 10 months and I have still yet to hear it back. Should I be annoyed by this or should it matter? It's been 10 months since you said How it. How long so ago did you say it? They said it five months into the relationship. They told the person that so they been five months, them, And it's been five months later and she throws it out there in conversation but has never gotten the I love you in return. So she should, still says I love you should, should like she every day concerned. kind of thing yeah. or every once in a while? Um, well, is there a time limit on this stuff? Well, yeah. I'd bring it up and say, you know, I tell you I love you. Do you love me? And maybe the person just has a thing about saying I love you. Yeah. And they might say, of course I love you. It's just, it's very hard for me to say. It's just not something that comes out naturally. I had problems with a relationship. Or I have problems, you know, saying those words because I feel like that if I leap into that, then I have a, a maybe I'll get hurt. I don't, I don't know if it's yeah. too personal for you. But, I mean, you obviously came from a divorce. Did it take you a while to get to that point? To say the words "I love you" again, because um, you know there was a there was a lot of uh, I guess stages that you you kind of go through, and you know there was a point where I wanted absolutely nothing to do with the relationship, mm-hmm. and then there was a point where I was one hundred percent trying to get into a relationship, and it takes some time, and I I openly have admitted that I was damaged by my. Divorce, my my general demeanor and my. I'm talking about my the pains of my divorce and Jonah's holding his child on her on his head and then Chewie's on the other mic. Thank you, thank you, Jonah, for caring. Dear dear Doctor Nick, I have a friend. We'll call him Jonas. I say go for it. Now you you are. Yeah, sure. There's a lot of things that 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 happened that I had to sort of get through to move into a normal relationship again. And it is there. People get damaged, and it depends on what you put. If you put yourself out there a certain way, and you get your fucking gut stomped, then it's going to be tougher to do that again. Oh, absolutely, Jonah. I don't. I don't want to throw you at this question if it's too personal or not. But I mean, it it took a while for you guys to. Say the I love you bomb, I think. Oh, Aaron and I? Yeah, um, wasn't that like a... We they were, wouldn't we even were, admit they were dating. Yeah, you We were together for a while, we wouldn't dating. admit that we were dating. I think we both had bad experiences in the past where accepting the dating thing or accepting the I love you um, led to relationships that fell apart. Yeah. Um, and I, Aaron said it to me first, and it, it took me about a month, long, a month or two before I said it back to her. And I told her when she first told me that... Um, I wanted to say it, but I didn't want to say it because I was drunk when she said it to me. Ah. I didn't want to say it back then because I wanted to say it and make it mean something. So when did you sober up? <laughs> Two months later. <laughs> um, about a year after I was born. It's mommy. But, yeah, I mean, for some people, they, they get, like Luke said, you, you, you've been damaged by past relationships. And just because sure. somebody says it to you, you're not ready to say it back right away. <laughs> and communication is the only way to make it right. I mean, you got to. You gotta ask him. You gotta talk to him about it. You know, open up Did I ever tell the story when uh, we went up to the lake uh, and Jonah couldn't go, and I had my friends from California? I maybe. This <laughs> doesn't sound so, familiar. The Jonah story of the week. 
It's been a while since we've yeah. told well, uh, we have you well, on the show. It's more of an Aaron story of the week. Aaron story of the week. Yeah, this is this was pretty funny. So um I had my friends in from California and ironically this was uh soon after my ex moved out and my friends came Didn't out. Didn't you guys it wasn't an Aaron and then and the girl you had a, a thing for? Yeah, supposedly. Um <laughs> and uh, I know who you're talking about. So we went up to the lake and you know, we were out boozing. And uh, I'm talking to Aaron about, I don't know. Oh, she goes, oh, I have a tendency to go for bad boys. And I go, bad boys? I go, you're dating, or I said, your boyfriend is one of the nicest guys on the planet. And she goes, I know. And then I looked at her and I smiled. She goes, damn it! <laughs> because at that point, they refused <laughs> st- to admit that they were boyfriend-girlfriend. We we so she yeah, calls Jonah and says... Oh, honey, I really screwed up. And he's like, no, she said something like, you're going to be really mad at me. And he me. goes, I did, I did the goes, worst thing possible. And he goes, did you make out with Luke? <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, she goes, no. And he goes, did you make out with one of his friends? And I, I go, wait a minute. Why is wait, making out with me worse than one of my friends? You're the top man on the totem pole. <laughs> and she goes, she goes, no, I, Luke tricked me into admitting that we were, that we were boyfriend, girlfriend. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Well, she said she did like the worst thing. Like I was gonna be really mad. I'm like, <laughs> what's the worst herself? thing I can think about? You up there? She oh, said, you're making out with my friend. I, I did mean, one of the worst things. I have a crush on the guy at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> what should I do? <laughs> <laughs> I just caught. <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't drinking. Um, so I got no other uh, topics for the day except uh, we got our hundredth episode coming up. It should be a nice little milestone for our small little show. Yeah. But and I, with all the talking we've done, we'll be sitting on someone's couch and doing nothing different. I, I was hoping we could change that, and I just wanted your opinion. I wanted to get together uh, a, a different idea from the last a different idea? idea from the last. Well, I think I mentioned stuff to you, uh, but I want to get all the shows together, and I think you've I arranged that. it. Yeah, this is the same one yeah. for September eighteenth to record the show, and we would do it at you've the wine it? bar, Cuve Cellars. You've arranged it without talking to me. I, well, I, 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 <laughs> this is right now preliminary. Nothing, oh, nothing, so nothing set in stone. It'd be a Sunday afternoon, Sunday night almost. And what I want to do is make all the shows compete against each other for podcast supremacy. And see who really is the greatest. Jared will win because he won't stop talking. <laughs> who? Fold so I, I'm, I'm going to come up with a uh, Luke versus Jonah style game. But instead of being Luke versus Jonah, it's going to be podcast the, the versus podcast versus podcast. podcast, so it'll, versus be, podcast. it'll be disease versus... Uh, um, that just happened versus something gate slash vag dialogue. So. What, about, what about Das Drunks? We- I think we'll be drinking. <laughs> we're probably going to be able to answer the questions. Hey, but um, I, I want to throw this together because you were we'll saying, and you, you, Luke had a really good point, and it's like, if we get all these people together, it's a lot of nice uh, personalities in the room that all want to talk because we all we like to jabber a lot. So this is the best way. Are we going to do a live podcast? Or are we going to pre-record uh, I think we might pre-record it. Okay. I put that in the intro just for you. Just for you, you fucking asshole. But I, I think we can uh, come up with a nice game for the night. And um, I think this will be open to people that want to come in uh, on that Sunday. We should have bartenders and everything there. So I'm, I'm planning this all out. So if you'd like to come and watch, uh, right now, the preliminary day is September 18th. And I think it'll be a really good time. So that Where? Cuve Cellars in Elmhurst, Illinois. Look the shit up on the web because I'm not remembering the address off the top of my head. So, 
we'll, we'll, we'll say <laughs> well, it in the next one. only recording. worked there for seven years. I don't remember the address. Uh, I'm good with it. It's I think on it'll Spring be fun. Road. It's on Spring Road. Five, 545 South Spring Road. Yay. Just ask the Uber. They'll tell you how to get there. Uber. Anyway, uh, you got anything else, Luke? Uh, sorry. Sorry. Fogel, we beat you up this episode, and maybe edited it out. Mike, that was that was a fucking roundhouse kick. <laughs> so, oh, sorry, you, know, you won't know, you know why. Our, uh, you're Miss uh, Catherine Alltop, uh, who Is she gonna be on usually, the show? What the fuck? I don't know. She usually takes about a week and a half to respond to my texts. Yes, has begun to randomly send me pictures of Posegay dressed as a cat and a clown. <laughs> <laughs> and I get this, I get this text, and it says meow image. <laughs> And I, I open up the, it says image, and I open it up, and it's Posegay dressed as a cat. Steve, if you're listening, <laughs> come on the show. We will gladly have you on. You can berate us right back. But until yeah. you until you contact us, <laughs> Luke will continue. <laughs> I'll continue anyway. I was a good friend to Steve, and he treated me like I'm, you know, a piece of shit, so fuck him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're going on a high note. Joni, you got anything else? Um, no. You sure? Uh, you were looking at your phone. I don't know if I. Well, I was looking at a couple of things. There was there was something I was I want to send to you guys. It, it's not really something we've talked about. It just I found online. Somebody posted this. It was a, they shared it. It was really interesting. It was a um, like an Excel spreadsheet, right? And it was uh, all the big topics for the pre- for the uh, pre- for the presidential election and everything. And it had Stein, Johnson, Clinton, and Trump, and right. where they stand on each of them. So I'm I'm gonna send that to you guys to take a look at and. Oh, where they stand on the like major issue? Like yeah, I mean it's like a hundred and twenty different things. Oh Jesus! Uh, but it just says yes or no. Like it's, it's it's all yes or no questions, and they they figured it out and did the research and stuff. So, it, so it, I'm gonna send it, that to you guys. To take a look at maybe if if, if, if you'll give me access to post stuff on the you're gonna get a disease page. Oh I, yeah, you got to do that. I can put that on there too. Me and Luke will talk about it. Um, we'll vote. Should I go for it? I don't. <laughs> I think I think only official members should be allowed to post. <laughs> How many episodes do I have to be on to be an official member? Uh, Eighty-three. Um, you're like you're like Heather Locklear on Melrose Place. Never an official cast member, just a special guest star. <laughs> That's right. God, you'll always be my cast. That's member. You'll funny. always be my Locklear. But I only get a fifty percent vote. <laughs> All right. Um, Lock- heard from uh, Zagrosi today. Oh, yeah. Was it in haiku? <laughs> no, I don't know. I should have to listen, I, if I could listen to the, the conversation. He just called to say hi, but I know we talk about him every once in a while. Yeah, we so. got to get him on the show too. Yeah, I was going to tell, like I told him to get back down here just to say hi, but I was hoping he was calling to say he was going to be in town today because I was going to invite him over. But Jeff's a good dude, and he's a good actor. He needs to get on stage. Jeff, if you're listening, get on fucking stage. Amen, bro. Yeah. Oh, today's Nick Simon's birthday. Hey, happy birthday! birthday guy. I wished him a hey, guy. Did you see him today? I did not. Am I supposed to? Well, doesn't he? Does he still work for you? Or? No, no, no. Oh. He's he's moved oh, wait, on. No, no, no. Oh, there's something for you, Chris Remke. Yeah, I, I don't know if he listens to this or not. He, um, I think he's heard a, a one or two. So he uh, he got a new job selling like or not selling but doing financial things. I think oh, I told you me. about he this. Called he called me and I uh, I told him I talked to him later and then he kept calling me and I kept avoiding it because I just. Wasn't oh, ready yet. Oh, he's a sales guy, and he's getting he, you trying to. Well, he called product. me, and he like he did the whole, you know, how you doing, blah blah blah. Oh, I'm calling um, Chris. So then he, he, he <laughs> did I, you call I, my guy yet? I did not. He finally got a hold he's of expecting me. Your call. I will call him actually. And we were supposed to meet today to talk about stuff, and then he sent me a text yesterday. I was like, I gotta cancel. I put in my notice. <laughs> You've been bothering me for a month and a half about this. 
<laughs> I finally get it. Yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. I it told was, Aaron, I said, I'm, I'm glad I put it off. That is I want to know it's a thankless who job, gave man. him my name. Because it's always through names. Oh, it's Sigma yeah. Delta, well, he 100%. Said that he was, you know when he that. talked to me, he said he was coming out there to see, like, Timmy and um, somebody else. And wanted to see me, too. Yeah, I got a guy. <laughs> I always get a guy. Jonah, why don't you take us out, man? Uh, go get a disease, everyone. Dumb. Come out. <laughs> <laughs>